Airsoft Extreme. Whether you need an AEG rifle, a gas blowback rifle, or a gas blowback pistol, Airsoft Extreme is the place to go. Try them out and to buy them. Airsoft Extreme carries all the major brands of guns, tactical gear, BBs, whatever it is you need to play, go to Airsoft Extreme. So the only thing you need to remember is AirsoftExtreme.com. Dr. Airsoft's here. He's done a number of online blogs about uh, iPro safety gear. Airsoftmedicine.com. So, yeah, give him a round of applause. Yeah! Who's missing their kill uh, card? Hey, this is Jonathan. And this is Steve with Airsoftology. And for all of our Airsoft Medicine needs, we go to Airsoft Medicine. And yes, here we are. I'm ready for my close-up, Mr. DeMille. Hey, Dr. Airsoft. This here uh, is uh, Range Master Larry, and uh, I'm here with Dr. Airsoft. And who were those two guys that were just giving us the shout-out? That was Jonathan and Steve from Airsoftology. That, more on them later. Okay. Uh, we, we got to meet them, of course, at... Uh, which was a special thrill of mine because they're kind of like heroes of mine that yeah. well, I listened to for a year and a half or so. Yeah, yeah. it's a long time. Long, we go way back. Yeah, right. 18 months at least. Um, and where did we meet them? Uh, we, we met them at SHOT Show 2011 in the fabulous city of Las Vegas. Yeah. And what did we do there? We were there looking. We were, we were scoping the, the place. That was incredible. You know, I, I never wanted to go to that city before. I just absolutely abhor what all it represents. But uh, I had a blast at SHOT Show and meeting all of the uh, other airsoft. Uh, Have you thought about joining the Taliban? No, <laughs> just, just giving you a little, little, little trouble there, Dr. Airsoft. Yeah, but, but uh, yeah, it was, it was fun to meet the, the rest of the airsoft community. We posted something like how many videos? 17? Oh, hey, you know what that is? Oh, I hear that UPS, man. UPS. Okay, uh, we stopped the recording just so that we could get what UPS was dropping off, which was, of course, airsoft gear. Absolutely. You've you got to stop for something like that. <laughs> it's like no, there's, What else is more important? <laughs> so uh, we, were, we were discussing the, the point of why we, Dr. Airsoft and Range Master Larry, were at SHOT Show. Oh, the very reason for it was to cover uh, airsoft safety and protection. Clearly. And, and, and to, you know, take in the sights. Now, um, we posted something like 17 videos. I think I started to say, maybe I did say it, but I'm saying it 17 from uh, there, and then we added the Jackie Pong interview right. after, after we got back. Yeah. And where can all these videos be viewed? Well, I decided instead of saying all these different places to go to all the stuff we do, let's just put it all at airsoftmedicine.com. And so you can just go to that page, and you can see where you can click on YouTube, and it takes us to take you to our YouTube channel. And already there are thousands and thousands of views. And and some Tens interesting yes indeed and, and interesting comments as well some some <laughs> that were well the, you know what all all comments are welcome yeah if they look at them if they're if they're respectful I mean you know we just all we ask is little little respect when you get home as Aretha would say yes um, but 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 a lot of them are uh, we, and we thank you complimentary of of um, oh my goodness service. so many nice comments. So why don't you give us an example of these comments? Okay. Uh, a good one. Well, like uh, Gray Arc Airsoft, uh, I quote, 
again, I find myself hitting the fave button on your vids. My chan don't have much going on, but I hope anyone that visit watch your view, I'm sorry, watch and view your vids. I've spent a good bit of cash finding out the hard way, testing things to find what works for me. Your vids not only save me money, but they save my eyes, exclamation point. And then in parentheses it says, coin that line, LOL. It's a good line. Save money, save your eyes, blah, blah, in parentheses. Looking forward to more videos. Take care and be safe. Well, I, I hope his chan do have more views. So uh, give him a little shout out. Maybe people shout out to Gray Arc Airsoft. That's so spelled G R A Y A R C Airsoft. Thanks, Gray Arc. Well, in, uh, at the show, in addition to the airsoft guns, you also have protective equipment, which is why we are there. And that's what most of our videos are on. Yeah, goggles and, and various other protective gear. Goggles, which we're going to talk about later on yeah, our, our main sure. topic of uh, this. I guess we should give out a little teaser. Our main topic today will be fogging. I said it. Not green beans. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's the main meal. Yeah. Um, fogging. No, no. Protective gear. That's what we're talking about now. Yeah. Well, like knee pads, elbow pads. Uh, oh, Damascus. That, Damascus yeah. protective gear. They were there. Yeah. And we stopped by their booth. Very gracious folks. Um, we've tried on a number of their uh, products. Gloves, knee pads, and so forth. And and quite frankly, there's a few of their knee pads, or at least their, their, their top of the line, is a little too... Too padded, too thick. I mean, it, it offers great protection against, say, a kinetic uh, strike against a floor or a hard surface. But just, say, to be kneeling on them from a shooting position or whatever, they're a little wobbly. They just they feel a little... That's the Vortex yeah. line? That's yeah. the, their top line? Yeah, I, I I didn't find it to be useful. I like the, the Imperial and the hard shell better. Yeah, the, the hard shell types where you can, you can kneel on them. You know, if I was gonna, if I was doing a hardwood floor, let's say I'm laying a hardwood floor, I'd want the, the, the big padded ones, you know. But but for, for running around. Getting up, moving, yeah. Yeah. But but they had another one. I can remember its name because it sounds like Phantom of the Opera. The uh, Phantom Ops 2 right. was the main one. Begs the question, what happened to Phantom Ops 1? But don't no, go to 1. They showed us that too. That was the thinner one. Oh, okay. Well, we'll say 2 was kind of the, the best of all worlds. It was. It was. It was, um, I'm trying to remember what it looked like. It, it, well, watch our video. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you're watching the video on the Phantom Ops 2, you can see what it looks like. And it, yeah, I like that one. Yeah. I'm, well, what was I'm hoping cool, we get a pair soon. Well, what was cool about that was the lower strap, instead of being stretchy or elastic, it was made of a more, uh, like, like a miniaturized seatbelt, right? So it didn't stretch. And it, it, it came across the top of the calf muscle, right where, you know, it thins out behind the knee. And you can adjust it. And once it's tweaked down, it's not going to slide down on you. So um, you put that one on. In fact, I think in the video, you tried it. You put it on, jumped up and down, and yeah. danced around, and I couldn't get it to. Well, no, no, we, we weren't filming that. When when we were actually filming, he was putting it on, the, oh, the rep right. from Damascus. But earlier, I had been jumping up and down with it, and it didn't move. Whereas when we tried the Vortex, it, it slipped down. Even even when they told us, no, you, what you have to do is tighten the lower strap. Mm-hmm. Still did it. Yeah. And, and, but that was something helpful to, for them to tell us that it's important to tighten the lower strap um, before you do it. Yeah. So the Phantom Ops 2, that's, that's the one I'm, I'd be eager to, to try out in a game situation. So while at SHOT Show, we, you were, we were talking about how we, we met some media types there. We met media types. Um, but we have, to, we have to actually finish with that because of who we're going to talk about the most. 
Oh, yeah. So the industry people yeah. that we got to meet include Jackie Pong, the president and CEO of Classic Army, who we actually got to have uh, an exclusive video interview with. That's that's on our channel, Airsoft channel, uh, YouTube channel. I'm not quite sure how we stumbled into that, but <laughs> we found ourselves in a, a room in a hotel uh, with the president of Classic Army, and there we did an interview. So you, you can see that. I thought that was cool. And then we also ran into uh, Alan Lau at the KWA booth, interviewed him. Sean St. Sin of Spartan Imports, who also is the organizer of the... Uh, oh, and he's a media star the now. The Challenge Games. At, yes, he is after that video. Man, that he had like, what, 2,000 overnight? Yeah. Uh, Sean St. Okay, Sean St. Sin and Andrew and Peter Ho, all those guys, uh, the whole Spartan uh, Airsoft Extreme world, who I just re am reminded that we need to, you know, Mention them because they are our sponsor, Spartan Imports, and aren't they the Airsoft uh, Extreme exclusive distributor of Classic yeah. Army? You did that very well. Yeah, yeah. Did Did you guys hear that? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, also Rick Wong of G and G, Daniel and David at the ICS booth. We got to see them, and the then there's people we we wish we could have seen who were there. We just didn't cross paths with Tim and Bob the Axeman from Airsoft GI, Clifford Jing from Evic. I believe he was there. Carp. Henry Mason of Mason uh, Carp. Now, Carp wasn't even there. But we, but we, wish, we wish he we was. Miss, yeah, we would have had dinner with him, too, if, if he was there. That would have been a cool dinner to have dinner with him and Jonathan and Steve, who we need to get back to them. But the other people we need to mention are Thumpy, Tim Elwood of No Airsoft for Old Men, Beast from Grill Airsoft Radio. We could salute him by burping, but maybe we'll refrain. <laughs> oh, okay, maybe you will. Uh, the guys from Airsoft Pacific were there. And they made some cool videos. They had Very nice stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Jonathan and Steve. That's what we're dying to get from, to. From Airsoftology. From Airsoftology. Uh, you guys know them probably if you listen to us because I'm not sure how you would ever come across our podcast without having heard theirs first. And uh, we got to have dinner with them. And in fact, uh, I think what I just said sounds almost exactly like what they said on their podcast from this week. <laughs> yeah. They're kind of saying the same thing. We well, got to have dinner with Mark and Larry. Well, we get to hang out with them in a really high tone restaurant there in the, in Vegas. And they, uh, they mentioned that we had burritos. So. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> so I'm already, we're already out. It is cheap then. Well, did they happen to mention the card bit? Uh, you know. Okay. So, so no, the, no, they didn't say anything about it. Okay. Well, to set this up then, uh, for those of you who've been to Vegas and run the gauntlet uh, down the strip, there are these um, these folks that line up along the sidewalk. And they're trying to hand you what appears to be a business card. And they have a deck of these, and they and they thrust them into your face after making this little slapping noise. They, they go like this. It sounds like this. It goes. Now, you can't see this, but Larry is slapping two little stacks of cards in his hands against each other. And then, after three slaps, they thrust the card up into your face as if that will get you to take it. And then the sidewalk is littered with these things. Because some people, just out of self-defense, take the darn card. Then they look at it and go, eh, whatever, and throw it down. Now... Um, it's a, it's a business card, Doc, uh, I guess if you were in the business of gynecology, but, <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I'd say that. Um, now I, honestly, I wear glasses now mm -hmm. ever since, um, I don't know, about a year ago. And so, you know, what causes that, don't you? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I'll start calling you Steve. <laughs> um, Steve has a better so, filter than me. So <laughs> So I, I walk along on the sidewalk on the opposite side with my hands in my pockets looking down. Well, looking down is not necessarily the best thing because these things litter the sidewalk. Yeah. With, without my glasses, 
it looked to me as if they were pictures of unclothed people. You're you're correct, my friend. Okay, uh, and and you're a doctor. You see enough of those. Well, but, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Anyhow, um, we were going to. We thought it'd be a funny bit to distribute our own cards that way, <laughs> and and so Jonathan and Steve and I, we went out and we filmed the the the, the card slappers, we call them, and we were going to do, um, and then we're going to juxtaposition that with with uh, us handing our cards to various um, people at the show. Executives, yeah. right, Airsoft executives. and, and well, The person actually who was named, yeah. who was somebody else we got to meet at the show, was John Liu. Yeah. There was, the idea was that we would hand it to him, and he'd be there with the angel. What was her name? <sighs> oh, man. I, I can't remember. She was Russian. So, yeah, when the, the Russian angel. Uh, I'm sorry. If you're listening to this, I'm sorry. I forgot you. Oh, my goodness. This is awful. Um but, but I know if I saw her again. But yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, because she's in our video. Yes. And uh, the idea was that he'd walk up with her kind of at his side, and then he would look at the card, which would be Photoshopped pictures of us. Yes. In Chippendale's bodies, <laughs> just our heads. And I think this is all Jonathan's idea, wasn't it? Yeah. So, Jonathan, since you didn't put on your podcast first, we're doing it. But but you see, here's the thing. Like most, you know, this this creative synergy that's going on at this high tone restaurant where we were just eating cheapo burritos. It was uh, it, like many good bits. It, it'll end up on the shelf and, and never go anywhere. So you can just sort of wonder what it, what it could have been. I, I don't know. It, it may happen yet. We'll see. Um, well, hey, we're going to uh, we're talking about these guys though. They, we were looking at their website and they have these definitions, right? Yes. Yes, and, yes, they do. And uh, I, I love their dictionary. They've got this dictionary where they, they define various airsoft terms like you know, womb softer. Or um, a womb softer is what? Somebody who's just very new to, to yeah, airsoft. Yeah, very young. Very young. Drama softer. Yeah. Green beans is the main meal. I like green beans as the main meal. It has to do with um, bad um, PA systems. Yeah. When somebody's trying to say team meeting at the main field, it comes out like green beans is the main meal. Kind of like bring home a monkey with a cold, if you remember that commercial. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was a, it was a, what was it? I can't remember. It was one of the cell phone commercials, right? Oh, all right, all right. Yeah. What we want to touch on is the the hiker. He talks about a hiker, the the, and and it's really it's a syndrome. Now, Kim, what, what's the definition of a syndrome, doctor? A like syndrome is the association of several clinically recognizable features, signs, symptoms, phenomena, or characteristics that often occur together. Okay, and then when these things occur together, in, in a package, as it were, you have a You can give syndrome. it a name. Okay, so what we think we've discovered is something called hiker syndrome. And, and as it was discussed with us, a hiker... Well, here, here are the, uh, the symptoms of hiker syndrome. First of all, the, the, um, the patient has no pain. It suffers no pain whatsoever. They have incredibly clean clothing and gear. They may be experiencing... Uh, typically, they experience a feeling of, of fullness... In their magazine <laughs> that never gets emptied, right, and 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 consequently a, a, a ancillary to that, an empty they have dump pouch. an empty dump pouch. Not to be confused with a wag bag. For those of you familiar with what a wag bag is, this is an actually empty uh, magazine dump pouch, um, and and they may become agitated or nervous at the sound of uh, discharging airsoft uh, weapon. And if you do hear them on the radio, it's usually something like, "Hey guys, what's going on? What's going on out there? Am we getting?" Information. What, what was that? Was that? Yeah. Uh, so, so a hiker basically is someone who um, kind of hovers at the periphery. According to this is uh, the, to uh, Jonathan and Steve, 
the person who just he goes out on the field, but they hover at the periphery of the action and never really engage. They yeah. they're just kind of they manage to be somewhere else. When I'm closely related to a hiker, although yeah, he denies yeah. it every time I, I yeah. say that. They never have bruises on them, you know, they never get hit. So but but as with all good um syndromes, you know, if you if you study them closely enough, you can oftentimes come up with a treatment or a cure. And and we think that even within our discussion with with Jonathan and Steve, that Jonathan himself has come up he's 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 it, what's this called serendipity where you <laughs> I think I've got it. He's he's come up with what may be the ultimate treatment for that. And, and here it is. I find myself able to play a lot more aggressive when I know I'm fully protected. I don't mind right. getting shot anywhere in my body. I don't care. We take I just it. want to get shot in the face. Yeah, Five minutes later, straight. you forgot. Yeah, you forget you don't about feel it. Anymore. Until you go and you get home and you shower up. And you're like, you look at it. Hey, that's bad. So there you have it. Jonathan himself from Airsoftology said the uh, the treatment, the cure, it's to have good protective gear it gives you that confidence to go ahead and play in other words what what lies at the base of the hikers fear is is fear of injury of, of hurting of, of being hurt and and once you've got the protective gear and you have the confidence of knowing that this isn't going to be painful but rather if a fun experience you can go out there and and engage the uh, other team with confidence so if somebody's listening to this podcast and they can identify themselves as the hiker mm-hmm. we can help you yes there is help Please call 1-800. First, you have to admit that you have a problem. Right. Well, and so m- moving into the airsoft gear, one of, we, we visited a lot of vendors there. But, back, back to SHOT Show. Sure, back to SHOT Show. And, and in the realm of eyewear, one of the vendors that we happened to visit was Revision. And they had some interesting, you know, aside from their the obvious thing, that what they sell is, is protective eye gear, goggles, etc., um, you know, and we'll, we'll have videos on that stuff later and, and it actually posted a few videos on that. But one of the interesting things that they had at, at the giveaway or giving away at their booth is, as typically happens at, at these trade shows, they all have their little freebies. They either got to have something to attract people to stop by their booth, either, uh, in the form of what we termed booth babes. There was plenty of those <laughs> or were some, uh, some, some like Blackhawk would, were giving away free alcohol at, at, at a certain limited time, revision was giving away. They had this look like a fishbowl full of little um, oh that's envelopes. Right. They were giving away the um, anti fog cloth. The anti fog cloth, and and I found those which fascinating. is very impressive on the video that we made of it. Yeah. Now what what it is is well as as the it's a kind of a self explanatory name. Uh, you can put several of these in your in your pocket. They're easy to, to carry around. It's like a ketchup packet from McDonald's. Yeah, it's oh, about did the, I say a brand name? Yeah, it's about the size of a typical ketchup packet found at a fast food uh, restaurant. Thank you for correcting me. And hiding inside is like one of these little handy wipe things that you can you can apply to the goggles, the lenses of the goggles, or even your prescriptive eyeglasses, and it it keeps the the fog off and. Better yet, it's not just a one-use thing. You can use these things up to 25 times. That's what they say, yeah. Over and over. So, you know, it's good stuff. The way they were describing it was you'd, like, wipe it on before you go out on a mission. Right. And it'd last you until, Mm -hmm. you know, halfway through the day, like when you stop for lunch. Because, yeah, wearing eye gear is pretty much non-optional, right? But who likes having their goggles fogged over? Oh, man. Well, that's the reason people are always um, flocking to the uh, the wire mesh or the uh, stamped steel yeah. eye covers instead of using an actual 
intact barrier. No, intact barrier is the only way to go safety-wise. We just have but to fight this fogging issue. You got, yes. This, boy, if there's one thing I can't stand, it's this fogging issue. But, yeah, or, <laughs> or goggle foggers. Goggle foggers sounds to me, it sounds to me like some kind of an arcane uh, insult. You know, something like an old man would say, you little goggle foggers, get off my lawn. Anyway, so I'm picturing the movie up. Okay, what? <laughs> so what creates fogging? I mean, okay. it, it seems it seems abundantly plain that you know it should be what is it? it's moisture coming from where? Yeah, there, there's about four major factors going on that you have to take into consideration when talking about fogging: moisture, temperature, the coating of the lens, and ventilation. All of those can affect fogging. Moisture, well, you have to have moisture because it's actually condensation of moisture that's in the air to be able to get it. So it's going to be worse if a person is sweating. So you're creating your own moisture internally on the, on the, uh, on the body side of the goggles. Yeah. And depending on the uh, weather yeah. conditions, there may yeah. be, you know, if you're in a humid area or whatever, you, you may be. The temperature comes in and that it's a cold lens that that moisture is condensing on. Mm-hmm. So that if you have equal temperature inside and outside, there's not a problem. Or if you don't have the outside temperature directly affecting the lens that's on the inside, double pane. Oh, right. There's those dual layer lenses. They're more expensive, but they do exist. Yeah. It's like your dual pane windows. But I will have to, on a personal note, I have a dual pane window at home that uh, one panel has failed. Yeah. I mean, the, the glass is intact. But the fogging, time. yeah, the fogging happens in between the panes, so it's it's it is perpetually fogged. It's, that is always a problem with those windows; they're always being replaced. Ah, but they're lifetime warranties. Well, okay, if you get the right one, I guess. <laughs> Let's see what's another issue. Oh, we were talking about temperature. Yeah. So if you're not all hot and running around, um, you're not going to be hotter necessarily than outside temperature. Something confuses people with this, though. They say, no, no, no. It was like 100 degrees out, and I was still fine. Well, yeah. With the sun beating down on your goggles and you getting hot inside, it actually is hotter than 100 degrees inside the goggles. Your eyeballs are going to shrivel up. And, yeah. and so it actually feels the outside temperature as being colder than on the inside. And, of course, you're sweating because it's hot, so there's the moisture to it. So the, so the, the cure or the remedy for this is either ventilation, Oh, we haven't gotten to that yet. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I, I've only covered two points. Oh, two points. Two, two, two of the four. Uh, now, you were talking about cure for the sweating. There, there are things that affect sweating. When a person acclimates to the heat because De- they've been exercised. Did yeah. I say that correctly? I was going to say, no, it's de- dehydration, death. You know, you yeah. know, it's hard to sweat when you're, yeah. When, <laughs> when you've been out working out, playing, training for the heat. This is actually in our heat illness podcast, too you do start to sweat less. The body learns to be more efficient in its cooling. So mm-hmm. that's that's one factor. And some people just plain sweat more than others. So being in better shape, uh, being acclimated to the temperature, which does not necessarily mean physical condition. It just means being used to it. Mm-hmm. That'll help. Another factor is a coating on the inside of the lens, which is exactly what you were talking about with uh, anti-fog wipes. physical chemical, yeah. Or, or with anti-fog sprays. Yeah. Uh, Revision had one there that they showed us. I've seen some others. And then... Ventilation. You were you were saying that ventilation can come from a number of things. It can be like a fan. Like uh, we know that both Revision and ESS showed us goggles with fans built in. Lots of venting as far as putting in holes to allow air to mm-hmm. go through, and some kind of design that allows or lends toward the air moving in a direction 
usually it's from the bottom up and out. You know, the these these ventilated lenses have gotten better and better. It's it's gotten to the point where they'll run off a single AA battery. I mean, more than one company makes something oh, like for, this. For the whole season. Yeah, variable yeah. speed, variable speed fans. It, it's There's no excuse not to to have something like that. Oh, yeah, now, there is. I, cost. Those things are, those things yeah. are cost expensive. <laughs> well, and I... And I've done, gone so far as to rip out the little foam around the. Uh, oh, I like remember the edges. when you did that. Yeah, uh, if you're not in a really dusty environment, mm-hmm. that's probably great. And then then it gets dusty on you, and then you're yeah. you're gonna regret having torn out the foam inside. But, yeah, um, there there's some home cures though for fogging. Supposedly, you don't need the um, oh, anti-fogging sp- lens. Spitting in your mask—that's what all the well, divers say. Yeah, I'm not spitting in my mask. Okay. Um, Soap, supposedly you can make solutions of soap, but right? it leaves a film. Yeah. Yeah, you get the, the soap and you have it dry on the inside and, and then wipe it off. And then wipe off that film. Yeah, but still. The things that you don't want to use are, are, are things with, say, ammonia or um, alcohol or whatever. I made that mistake once on a pair of uh, paintball goggles way back when. Well, like, um, oh, what's that stuff? Um, um, Rain-X. You know, that's... You, you don't want to be putting that stuff yeah, on the inside or, yeah. or Windex or anything because you, yeah. you get an eye And a lot of goggles will tell you, don't put anything on this but mild detergent. Right. Mild soap. But most of the anti-fog sprays are okay. Right. But who's going to be carrying the, the spray around with them? I think probably the most convenient thing to carry around is something like the, the Revision's um, well, I anti-fog out, cloth. I thought it worked out pretty well when we were at uh, Red Rain when we'd use that spray. Yeah. And we'd just wipe it on them before we started the day. Right. I thought that helped. Yeah, that, that's kind of handy, but... Again, nothing lasts all day long. But if you've got to make a quick fix in the field and on the fly. It would be nice to have. Well, yeah, that would mean taking your goggles off in the field, which Dr. Yeah. Airsoft says never do. Yeah. Uh, along the lines of ventilation, you remember the gigantic uh, uh, eye tactical simunitions mask? The C-110? Yes. Goes, hooks onto the helmet? Right. That thing it is looks, not bad for uh, fogging, and the reason is because there's so much room in there. That right. kind of falls under the category of ventilation. It kind of looks like a beekeeper's uh, it's, outfit. It's, there's just so much volume of that space between the lens and your eyes that yeah. you don't have as much problem. Well, because your entire head is sealed. It doesn't have to seal against your cheekbones and your and your uh, yeah. eyebrows. Yeah, it's not as tight quarters. Here's here's what we want your our listeners to do. We may have occasion to uh, give away some, some high-quality protective eye gear because we believe in this stuff and and uh through the generosity of others we may be able to do this we want some entertaining and egalitarian method by which we can give this stuff away you know we we can't it's not like a radio show we can say i'm gonna i'll give it to the 10th caller this Hard is a do here yeah it's a podcast so um maybe we should do it on uh i don't know facebook or i don't know you know, I'm at a loss for ideas at this moment. Why don't we have our listeners write in with ideas? There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Either Mark at, what, is this Medically Speaking Radio or Airsoft Medicine? <laughs> I'm still doing the old show. Mark at airsoftmedicine.com or Larry at airsoftmedicine.com with your ideas for how we should conduct a contest to give away uh, a set of eye protective wear. Heck, maybe the best idea just gets them. <laughs> that, well, that's a great idea. Here's the goggles. Here's the, here's the goggles. <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. And speaking of contacting us, yeah, there's there's another thing we'd like people to do, and that is to rate us on iTunes because a lot of people are downloading us from iTunes. Uh, we'd re- it help us out if you guys would write a rating, uh, a review, and give us a rating there. Yeah, and then we always want to let people know how to contact us. I already said the email is either market 
airsoftmedicine.com or larry at airsoftmedicine.com. The website is airsoftmedicine.com, obviously. And if you go there, you can find your way to find the podcast. You can find the way to YouTube. Anything you need to know about us, you can find it at airsoftmedicine.com. Just about anything you need to know. But, well, you won't have my credit card information, you know, none of that stuff. Although, did did you read on Facebook about how Thumpy's uh, bank card got swiped at, at uh, SHOT Show? Oh, I, I didn't happen to see that, but I can only imagine there's a lot of illicit activity going on with that card. <laughs> there could be. So at least that's Stumpy's cover story as to why those charges are on there. That's why he says that money's missing. <laughs> had something to do with hair care products. Because I, you know, you know what happens in Vegas <laughs> shows up on the doctor's lab test. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for uh, this month. Indeed. So uh, we tried to get out as many shout outs as we could. All our friends there at uh, Shot Show that we either saw or, or barely missed. And uh, we look forward to doing it again. What things do we have coming up? Uh, Red Storm 2 in March. That'll probably be... Oh, in Whittier? Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think most people will hear the next show before uh, we're at that game. Although, those who download it really fast will be able to. Okay, well, I can guarantee you we'll have something for you next time. So so until next time, be this there. is Rangemaster Larry and Dr. Arasoff telling all of our listeners to play safely. Spartan Imports Incorporated is one of North America's largest distributors of premium quality airsoft products for military training and recreational purposes. Our major product lines have full warranties, and we offer comprehensive in-house, dealer, and consumer technical support. Among the many brands and items we carry, Spartan Imports is the exclusive distributor of Magpul licensed PTS airsoft products, Classic Army and Javelin brands of airsoft guns, and Amp Tactical and Mag brands of high-quality airsoft and recreational shooting optics and accessories.